Welcome to the So Powerful Podcast. This is your host, Jan Cancilla. You know the sound of my sewing machine means it's time for another episode. So let's get started. Today, we are going to be passing another baton and we're doing it internationally. You've met both of our guests before on previous podcasts. We're going to be speaking with Louise Ambrosi and Jenny Buckley from the UK. Both of their podcasts are among the most popular we've ever recorded. So you might want to go back and listen to their originals if you haven't had a chance to do that. But we're going to be talking about some exciting news and it involves passing the baton. So Louise and Jenny, welcome to the So Powerful podcast. Hi, Jen. Nice to be back. Yeah. How, how are you both doing? We're okay. We're a bit cold, aren't we, Jenny? <laughs> the UK. Yeah, I'm not as cold as you, I don't think. Yeah. No. We haven't seen any snow yet this year. Oh, really? Well, I can look over Louise's shoulder and I see snow. She says it's a dusting, but where I live, I would be in a panic if I had that much snow. So anyway, so let's talk about this baton that we're passing. I'll just sort of break the news if you all haven't figured it out by now. Sue Benman Salisi, who is our regional coordinator in Brazil, for the last few years, and I think Ginny is better able to quantify this, but she's been setting up weekly challenges for purse makers. And Jenny and Louise have graciously agreed to take over those duties, and we're so excited about that. So let me start with you, Louise. How did this come about? How did you and Sue and Jenny figure this out? Well, Shirley Utz and I had recently asked Ginny and Peggy to come on board with the admin support in our Facebook group for So Powerful. Peggy had introduced her note card challenge every week. And I thought, well, what's happening to the purse challenge? Because Sue used to run that, but I've not seen her around lately, not seen her posting. And in fact, the last purse challenge she ran was back in October last year. And I thought, oh, I hope nothing's wrong. Or maybe she's just too busy or maybe she's just decided not to run them anymore. So I asked the question and had a, a chat with Peggy and Ginny as well. And you, Jan, <laughs> deciding whether we should carry on with the challenges or if Sue needed help. And it turned out that Sue had been extremely busy with work, putting in crazy hours on her day job and just couldn't find the time to come up with the weekly challenges as well. So I offered Virginia and I to step in and run them in her place. And she happily agreed. Now, Judy, by the time you were volunteered, had you already agreed to this or, or were you surprised to, to find well, out that I you were? <laughs> I was quite surprised, but flattered as well, of course. Flattered as well. And so stepped up and said I'd help Louise. That's fantastic. And Thank you for saying yes. I guess the lesson here is be careful when you ask a question <laughs> about whatever happened to because you might become the new owner there. So Ginny, you did a little research on the weekly challenges that Sue had done. What did you discover? That she covered a variety of subjects and she covered all sorts of situations, really. American holidays and 
international themes that would appeal to a very wide range of people internationally. And did you know how many she did? An awful lot. Well over a hundred. There were an awful lot, weren't there? Yes, I couldn't remember the exact numbers, but I know that she did them so regularly for such a time that there's an awful lot of them. Yeah. It's going to be a hard act to follow. I can think of some of the ones that she did in the past. Earth Day was one that she did, and she did a floral or a color theme, and she just really sort of covered the gamut. So it was always fun. So how are you going to be sharing these duties? How does that work? Ginny, why don't we start with you on that one? We've agreed that we're going to do one challenge a fortnight. Louise is going to take approximately the first of the month, and I'm going to take approximately the 15th of the month. Okay, and for our U.S. listeners, fortnight is two weeks? Sorry, yeah, two weeks. Two weeks. Roughly. (laughs) Roughly, roughly. Okay, and we we also said this was bi-monthly, and then we had to define that meaning twice a month, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We figured that, well, Sue used to run them every week, and quite often people would only be gathering their fabrics in the first week, and then think, oh, I've missed that. I might as well move on to the next challenge or be very behind in making their purse and then show their purse weeks later. So we thought if we give a two-week session for each theme, it gives people a bit more time to think about what they want to do and present their purse. I like that. I like that. So what was the first challenge? Louise, can you talk about that one? Well, since we started in the beginning of February, I thought, let's go with a love challenge. I called it love is in the air, but anything red or pink or with hearts or made with love or even not red and pink, even blue and yellow with hearts to go with the Valentine's holiday theme. Mm-hmm. And it's really worked to treat. We've had lots and lots of purse makers out there all over the world taking part in this one. Yeah. It's been a nice surprise. Yeah. Ginny, can you think of any of the purses that you've seen online that really sort of stand out for this theme? They've been beautiful. There's been one that was, I think it was a tree with hearts embroidered on the branches. That possibly is one that Shirley Oots did. There were some that were appliqued. There were some that were quilted, some that were just heart patterned fabric. They were, they were stunning. No other word for it. Absolutely yeah. stunning. I know. I agree. It, it, yeah, it made me feel really in the Valentine's mood to see that. Yeah. And one that I remember had hearts with arrows, and I think it was the intermediate purse. And I sure wish I remembered who made that purse. But if you were the purse maker for that one, that was the one that I liked and remembered. And I know Peggy Crichton has also done several that she digitized and then did on her embroidery machine. So yeah, that's been really fun. So that was the first challenge. Now you've just announced the second challenge. Do you want to talk about that? Now, let me back up a minute because Louise, you do the challenges at the first of the month. Is that how this is going to work? Yes. And so yours was the love is in the air challenge and Ginny, you are the challenge for the 15th of the month. And what did you announce for the 15th? The theme I've chosen is springtime, because here in the UK, we're just coming out of winter. And although there's still snow around in a lot of the country, there are signs of spring and new life coming through. 
there are bright spring flowers coming through and I thought that would just be a nice thing to do so it's a chance to use your floral fabrics or just use your yellow and greens and things like that and just something a little bit cheerful and something with a bit of hope and something to look forward to brighter days ahead that sounds great and for people who might be new and who haven't participated in challenges in the past, and we've had a lot of new people join So Powerful since the challenges stopped back in October. In the past, when Sue was doing the challenges weekly, sometimes I would be two or three weeks behind, but I would go ahead and post it anyway and say this was the challenge from two or three weeks ago. Can we still do that and be late in our posting and still support the challenge that way? Yes, of course. Of course you can. The challenges are purely for fun. They're not obligatory at all. Entirely optional. If you like the look of a challenge and you've got appropriate fabric in your stash, you can just say, oh yeah, that's a good idea. I'll go for it. Or you might think, well, actually, you know, I don't fancy that one. I'll give it a miss this time. And maybe later on in the year, then there'll be something that you like better. Any purses would be welcome. You can look at them all year round. So if you want to do a love is in the air person October then that's fine as well well we're a global group of makers and and it's just getting people's creative juices flowing it's purely for fun the challenge if someone's stuck in a rut or doesn't know which fabric to use next to make the next purse then have you gotten the second edition of the we are so powerful book This updated version of the original bestseller, 4.9 out of 5 stars, by the way, is again authored by So Powerful co-founders Jason and Cinnamon Miles. It is available on Amazon in paperback or for your Kindle reader. This latest edition is packed full of moving stories about how So Powerful came to be, the volunteers who make it happen, and the way this small movement has grown into a global mission to break the cycle of poverty through education and the dignity of work. And don't forget, when you place your order, if you use smile.amazon.com and designate So Powerful as your preferred charity, Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase right back to So Powerful. And now back to our podcast. I always thought they were so much fun just to see the different ways that people interpreted the challenge. Can you expand on that a little bit, Ginny? Well, yes, everybody has a different level of creativity and everybody's taste is different. Some people have embroidery machines, some people just have very basic machines and it's the same with people's skill levels. So really there is no, there's no right and wrong absolutely anything is acceptable you know it's just everybody's personal interpretation as you said of the of the theme and louise what do you think about the way people encourage each other on facebook when they post for the theme well i think everyone's been very encouraging and supportive and it's brought up interesting discussions about how people have done things boxing those corners has been a bit of a topic lately and also use of webbing and use of embellishments as well what is a good idea what is a no-no so it's a really interesting exercise as well and everyone's very supportive and 
You know, we talked earlier a little bit about an international flavor. How do you plan to introduce that? Ginny, I'll start with you. There's a good question. I think really just being aware, not all in the same season at the same time of year. We're not all, maybe an event or a holiday that happens in one country won't happen in another. I think we just need to be, well, just a bit more aware of the world around us, really. Yeah. Louise, do you have anything on that one? Well, I wouldn't mind making one of our themes to do with around the world seeing what fabrics and what designs come out from the purse makers wherever they are in the world, whether it's using the colors of their own flag or using a fabric of a city they'd like to visit or um, their favorite football team or something, you know, that shows where they're from or where they'd like to go just to make it more interesting for the purse maker and also for their recipient, what they can come up with. So that's one of my in my head in your head well and you know nobody's doing much traveling these days so if we can travel vicariously by designing or making a purse about our dream destination i guess that's ah that's a nice title the dream destination (laughs) oh no don't rope me into these challenges now this is this is all for both of you okay so we're going to do it on the first and the 15th will be a new theme And where do you want people to post the photos of their purses? Louise, tell us what you have in mind there. When we announce the themes, Ginny or I will set up the album, which we will keep at the top of the group. And this is in the So Powerful Purse Project group on Facebook, right? Yes, correct. All right, okay. And if they can't see the, the album at the top of the group, then all they have to do is click on media, one of the tab options, media, and it'll give you the option to view all the albums. And the first one that appears will be the most recent challenge that we've set. And people can feel free to upload their own photo there, a single photo preferably of their purse that goes with the theme. And then if they want to talk about their purse or show different angles, they can just do an ordinary Facebook post in the group for a bit of show and tell. Yeah. And and it's always so inspirational to see how people have done the different parts of the purse and just the clever way people have come about to embellish their purses. It's so amazing to me of how sophisticated these have gotten in the last five years. But at the same time, welcoming new people into the group who might be doing something a little more basic. And You know, before we started recording, I was talking about the purse distribution video that was recorded back in December. And one of the girls that they talk with is holding the purse. And that purse is a treasure to her. And what makes her future life possible are the contents of that purse. And I looked at that purse and it's a lovely purse, but it's not what I would call fancy. And the girls get to pick it out. So that girl picked a very unembellished purse as her preference. So for purse makers out there and you see something that maybe you don't have the skills yet or the time or the inclination, just make it with love, I think is the most important thing. And love is in the air for our first challenge, but love is in the purse ongoing. So um, definitely. So, okay. So we post one picture in the album and then all our different views 
so people can ooh and ah and say, how did you do that? And all <laughs> kinds of, of nice compliments in the group itself. Correct. Yeah. So it's been a few weeks, maybe months since I talked to each of you. So I'm going to ask you what you've been doing since our last podcast, catch our listeners up. Anybody want to raise their hand and go first on that one? Nope. Okay, <laughs> Louise is raising her hand, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do that, and I'll let Ginny think of her answer because Ginny has a very pained look on her face right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I think the last six months have been a bit of a blur. I don't know about Ginny, but we've been in and out of lockdown. The kids homeschooling, then they go back to school, then only one of them goes to school while the other's at home. And it's just been like a yo-yo ride for the last six months of getting through this pandemic. And well, at the moment, my two are both homeschooling in, well, indefinitely. Hopefully one of them will go back in March, but we're still waiting on the government to tell us when Mm -hmm. but otherwise we've not been anywhere we've not seen anyone and I think this is one of the reasons why I thought we've got to do something we've got to bring these challenges back to break the monotony that is our lives right now stuck indoors we can't go anywhere Ginny so Ginny what about you well my life isn't really as even as exciting as Louise's because my children are a lot older, so I don't even have homeschooling to look forward to. Um, it's really a bit grim, actually, around in, in the UK at the moment. The churches are closed, all but the very essential shops are closed. The one good thing is that we've got a dog, so we can take her for walks, but we're only allowed really out of the house once a day to do that. So my husband and I are splitting up and he'll do the morning shift and I'll do the afternoon shift or the other way round. We can meet up with one other person to go for a walk. So I've been meeting up with one of my friends. I'm having a bit of a rotor with my friends and meeting up with them on different days to walk our dogs. Um, But it's a bit difficult. I have one daughter living at home and one who lives quite locally. The other one is up in Scotland. So she's a long way away. I haven't seen her since about September time because she wasn't even able to come home at Christmas. And if I recall, your daughter in Scotland is a nurse, is that right? That's right. Yes, she is. She isn't trained to work with corona patients, which we're really relieved about, I must admit. But the hospital is very busy that she's working in, Mm -hmm. but she's keeping well. Wow. Which is a real blessing. Well, there's one more thing before we sign off. And I want to ask you about this, Ginny. So back in December, Esther in Zambia recorded a video of the schoolgirls getting their purses. And I, oh, I love watching that video. It's just under seven minutes long. And the instructor says, you're getting the purse. And the girls know what that means. They're so excited. And it's just, oh my gosh, it just makes everything worthwhile. But then later on in the video, there's a spliced in of people who support So Powerful talking about it. And one of those people, in fact, the first person is Ginny Buckley. So when you saw the video, Ginny, what did you think? I was absolutely amazed. I must admit, I was astounded. I can say I'm very, very flattered to see that. Well, I just couldn't believe that it was me that I was seeing on the screen. The joy on those girls' faces, it was just pure joy. It was absolutely wonderful. And I was just so flattered to have been chosen that my little bit of video had been chosen to be shown. It was, I can't, I can't, you know, find the words. It was amazing. 
Well, so you started off and then Kathy Simonson talked and then Karen Loke. So we had three people who are dedicated purse makers and people who have also participated in the podcast. I hadn't seen the video. I didn't know what to expect either. And all of a sudden there's Ginny and Karen and Kathy. And it's just really very special to see you as part of that. So that was wonderful. I do want to thank both of you for your time. And I want to thank you for taking on the mantle of the challenges. And I think it's going to really be a whole lot of fun. And especially for people who may be new to So Powerful and don't have that experience of the hundreds of challenges in the background. But I always found it a real motivator to to start making a purse. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you both. I appreciate your time and we will talk to you soon. Thank you, Jen. Bye, Jenny. Bye-bye. If what you've heard today inspires you to want to make a difference, I urge you to explore the So Powerful website at www.sopowerful.org. That's S-E-W-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L dot O-R-G. The website has great information about the organization. It's where you can download the free purse patterns or even make a donation. We hope you will join us again next week when we bring you another So Powerful story. Thanks for listening. Now, go out and have a so powerful day.